You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and we're going to do another because, of, you know, it was... Well, I have a guest. Where did that come from? (laughs) Gee, many Christmas. The world is... The sky is falling, folks. I guess, or something. I don't know. I hit my elbow and and, the music starts. Oh, well. Okay, so anyway, um, we had fun last week and decided to do it again. And this is David's pick, but... Uh, it's also, we also got our star, Mr. Victor Armandares with us. I listen, I, you know, I go home and I practice two things, rolling my tongue and playing my guitar. And nice. doing the play, uh, rolling my tongue is doing a lot better than playing the guitar. <laughs> I, can, I just can't seem to get my, um, Callus is back fast enough where it doesn't hurt so much. But anyway, <laughs> guitar pickers know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you ever let it go for a while and and you get uh, soft fingers, well, then it takes a while to get them back. Uh, they don't just grow back like that. So anyway. That is true. That is true. Victor, welcome to the show well, as always. And, uh Glad we, to be here. We appreciate on last on late notice <laughs> coming in, but I tell you what, I know we're going to talk about yesterday's fiasco. And I was telling um, Doctor Hal from uh, the doctor's lounge this morning. I said, you know, as I was sitting there on my couch in my living room by myself, somebody took and put on my sixty-inch big TV. Somebody put a cash register in front of it, and all I kept seeing was ka-ching, 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 and it kept going until it hit $25 million, and I'm just sitting there thinking, that's my money. Just, you know, and and I put out a tweet, this was the stupid asking the stupid, stupid questions. Boy, was it ever. And it just, I, I got... You know, and, and oh, and on my little tweet too, I put out that instead of all these damn hearings, why don't they try working and get something done for us? You mean like concentrate on foreign affairs, concentrate on the country immigration? And the, uh, yeah, medicine. we have a, a issue at the border. We have, uh, you know, there are better things, even more that we could do with the tax system uh, that's going to actually help. The American people, and and by doing that, you're going to help surrounding countries. But instead, Democrats want to focus on a fake, that, which is if ever you had doubt that this was a fake, um, a fake uh, crisis that they they were after, or or afraid of just just a, a whole this whole Russia collusion. If you had any doubt that this was fake, you need only watch Mueller yesterday. I, I mean, it, it's it's quite obvious. I don't think he even knew where the the boys' room was. <laughs> I don't or think is, you know. Uh, he was yeah. sad. And somebody, I think it was Tucker Carlson last night or something, uh, said, I, I felt sorry for him. I had the same feeling there in some of it. It's like, um, you know, sending somebody to the lion's den. And uh, Well, somebody asked me yesterday after, you know, last night, somebody asked me if I felt sorry for Mueller. And my response is, on, on, the, on the whole, 
I I do not feel sorry for Mueller because this is a man supposedly of integrity, a man of, of utmost uh, respect in the law enforcement community. He should have shut that down within the first two weeks to four weeks that when he received when he was appointed special counsel, he got in and received the file and he saw the FBI file. There was no there there, and then they started the investigation, and he saw there was nothing there. He should have shut it down. So in that respect, I don't feel sorry for him. Where I do feel a little sorry for him is he was dragged in front of that committee, two committees yesterday, by the Democrat Party. They knowingly used him. Anyone who thinks that the Democrat Party, that those people, Adam Schiff and Nadler and the rest of that gang, anyone who thinks that they didn't know the condition that Mueller is in right now, and let's face it, Mueller was not, is not, and was not at the top of his game yesterday. And there's multiple reasons for that. Yeah, that, that but he's know. the head of his bank right now. Yeah. You know, the boy made some oh, he made big bucks. And, well, you yeah. know, I'm sorry, but I, no, I'm not sorry. I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of the government trying and doing a pretty damn good job of running my life and your mm-hmm. life and everybody else's life. And then they waste the time and $25 million to accomplish absolutely nothing. And I, you know, you hit it on the head. Two minutes after getting the file, he Mm -hmm. should have thrown it in the garbage and said, you know. He should have. What a lot of people don't don't realize is this whole, you know, the the Russian attempt, what it comes down to is Russia always attempts to create – they want to create a, a diver, uh, in some ways a diversion, but they also want to create doubt in the American system. So they're always putting out different ads. They, they utilize social media every election we have uh, because they're trying to get the American people to doubt the election system that we have here. Now, they succeeded beyond their wildest dreams with the help of the Democrat Party because when the Democrat Party is such uh, – after so much power – and the Democrat Party not accepting the results of a duly elected election or duly election, a duly elected president. Uh, the Democrats handed the Russians what they wanted. So you could go back to 2015 when the Russians started. So this was under the Obama administration. They knew back then that, that Russia was trying to do these, these these ad buys on Facebook and social media, you know, different things to 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 seed or sow the seeds of doubt. And they did nothing about it. And then 2016 comes along, the election comes along, and the inevitable happens. No one believed Trump would win. He wins. And so they can't – they cannot accept the results. But what in 2015, the FBI started the investigation into so-called Russia collusion, so they did hand a file over to Mueller. So in May of 2017, when Mueller was appointed, Mueller walks into the special counsel office. He's handed a file. That file shows – Anybody with an ounce of integrity or anyone with an ounce of knowledge of the law could have looked at that file and seen, okay, we have a big problem with the Steele dossier. This thing is non-verified. The Steele dossier that was used to launch this special counsel had clearly written on it, not fully verified. That's when Mueller should have said, you know, spend a month or two and try to verify. But once you see that can't be verified, he should have shut it down. And, David, I'm going to probably really mess up your day here. The estimated total so far, uh, uh, now that the special counsel has shut down, the estimated total has reached $40 million. 
forty million. That's taxpayer money. How many sanctuary cities could have been built? How many border <laughs> cages could have been built for forty million dollars? Uh, my my feeling is we should take it out of the uh, DNC. No, uh, oh, I agree. You know, I mean they they have and make CNN pay for part of it and make MSNBC pay for part of it. Uh, you know, which all of this is a wet dream. It'll never happen. But at the same token, you know, we've got to get to the point that we say enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And I think the next time I hear that a, a legislature says, there got to be a hearing. Oh, goodness. They should they should hear the bullet whizzing towards them, you know? <laughs> the uh, bullet of justice. Yeah. Because yeah. we here at America's Radio are not recommending <laughs> But, no, you're right. I mean, every it's time... Just, they you know, mentioned. we spend more time. If they would spend half the time getting work done, as compared to the you know the time they spend on these stupid hearings mm-hmm. that amount to nothing. Uh, you know, if they wanna if they wanna try Omar for marrying her brother to get into the country, if they can figure out what her damn name is, mm. um, then yeah. But you know, it's just it. it I haven't ever seen anything like this, and uh, I keep worrying about the fact, and uh, again, Hal, Dr. Hal and I were talking off mic uh, before he left, that I keep worrying about, and, and I'm very thankful, though, that Trump is in is president, and that if something, I, you know, we're not the only people watching and our enemies are watching us, and mm-hmm. we're in disarray. And, you know, could we act really fast enough to retaliate if there is a need to retaliate? And what would we retaliate with? Uh, thankfully, right now, our service is built up. If if uh, we'd been going through this with Obama, I'd, I'd have my own body vibrator in my bed shaking myself to sleep at night thinking mm-hmm. about what could happen um you know it, it it's very scary and uh you know we i look at the democrats today particularly after yesterday and and uh even before yesterday that talking about division and division is weakness and we're not the only ones looking at it. You don't think that idiot in North Korea is not looking or mm-hmm. China's not getting advised about the condition we're in and politically, and certainly Russia knows. And somebody somewhere is going to try us one of these days. And the toughest we can be is a united front. And we're not a united front today. No, we're not. And, and that is a great point david you know someone else was asking me the other day oh well i don't understand how you can like trump and they, they you know going into all of this uh, personal attacks against a figurehead and what i mean by that and what i try to explain to them is we are a country first we're america well we should be a country first we should be americans first we are a family you know, every country in this world is considered a sovereign nation. Um, and you go to Europe, and they sure as hell make themselves a sovereign nation. Um, you know, next week, well, not next week, probably the week after, I'm going to do a show on, uh, you know, the Democrats always say we need to be more like Norway, more like Norway. It's social utopia. Well, I'm going to talk about Norway's immigration policy. Um, 
and maybe this will wake some people up. But what what I'm getting at, and what I was trying to tell this person is, is we we're a country, we're a culture. It's an American culture. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a German culture. There's an Italian culture. There's a African culture. You know, you go on and on. So the American culture, we should never be ashamed of. And we're a family, and we should be a family and protect the country first. That does not mean that we can't disagree with a president. But what we have to understand is we have the office of the presidency and the history of this country, and that we as people, we as a country have lifted more people out of poverty than any nation, any country in the world. We have gone to the aid of more country, more more countries, more people in the world. No other country has done what we have done in 240 or so years. Uh, so there's something huge to be proud of. Uh, you know, uh, I was going to bring up one thing because I'm old. Uh, but, you know, do you like everybody you meet? Oh, of course not. All right. And so you know what? I prejudge. I, I, I rest my case. But, you know, I, going back to the 50s, I can remember my parents were Democrats, but they always voted Republican, which I didn't quite understand. But, you know, they just, uh, they didn't like a person. But they had all the respect in the world for the office. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, you can't like, there's always going to be some people that like the president and some people that don't. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's the United States. Right. But you respect the office. Mm-hmm. You don't go through what we've been going through today. With that being said, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with uh, David's pick with our special guest, bribed to come in. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. We're glad to have Victor with us. Uh, we had a fun show the last time you were here. and uh, mm-hmm. It was knows? a blast. We'll be back right after this. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not... You probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, folks, you're back on America's Web Radio. No, we're back on America's Web Radio. I can't get this straight. You know, I've only been in this business for um, about 58 years. Would you believe that? And I only look 23. Only 23. Only 23. Maybe 23 and a half. Well, 23 plus federal and state taxes. Uh, That brings the age up pretty quick. (laughs) Anyway, we're talking about the fiasco from yesterday, and I don't want to... You know, we got other other problems, and I kept, that was the thing that I I kept. We spent, and you just said it was forty million. Now it was. Uh, it's up to about estimated forty million dollars. You know, and there's so Tax much that could be done and should be done, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's uh, it's a shame that I, I, I've never seen the the hatred the. Whatever it is that the, you know, I I voted for Trump. I'll be glad to say I'm going to vote for him again. Mm-hmm. Do I like everything about him? Um, I I don't look any further than Melania personally, but um, <laughs> beyond that, um, you know, it's hard to argue with his record. Mm-hmm. And I and quite frankly, and nobody really talks about this as much hatred as the Democrats have for him personally. And, you know, go against everything he wants to do. And yet he has accomplished certainly more than the first, uh, than the eight his, years his previously. Pre- yes. And, uh, you know, his accomplishments are incredible. And we don't, you know, he keeps, when does he get all this stuff done? You know, that is an amazing point in itself, David, because when you look you can go beyond his predecessor immediate predecessor president obama you can look at president bush you can look at president clinton um in modern times donald trump has gotten the most done in the least amount of time Mm -hmm. and people hate it when i say that they don't like if, if they this is what i was talking about david when people just they hate trump so much that they can't recognize the actual good of the policies You've got people now who are who are making more money. They're 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 able to save more money. They're able. They're seeing their brothers, their fathers, their sisters get jobs. They're seeing people come back to the workforce that was out of the workforce for eight years or or six years or so, and they still can't get past their hatred for uh, or their personal hatreds towards somebody who they don't even know. All they know is what they've been told. All they're and they're listening to. Uh, a party, and, and that's the other thing that bothers me is we have a, a party in this country, the Democrats, who have just completely turned into a "we hate you" party, and this is coming from the party who who tries to convince you that they're for the common man, they're for the working man, they're for the brown man, they're for the black man, they're for the yellow man. Well, all I hear, you know, David, when I have the audacity to to tell people that a I support Trump and I do. And I did vote for him, and I will vote for him again. I get called traitor to my people. I get called, uh, I mean, you name it. I'm not even going to repeat some of the things I've been called. And that's leftist, so-called compassionate Democrats calling me that. And when I tell some Republicans that, hey, I don't agree with this, I don't agree with the spending, or I don't agree, they don't call me names. They just say, oh, but, Victor, we have to do this to get to this point. They're willing to have a conversation. And this is what I wish people would open their eyes up to when you're looking at today's Democratic Party, because it's not the Democrat Party that your parents would belong to. It's not the Democrat Party that Kennedy belonged to. And 
and and and that's what people need to open their eyes up to but when you talk about the 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 successes of this president who has been under fire, David? Look at what he's had to. He's been under fire from the entire Democrat Party, the entire lamestream media, and the never Trumpers. Let's not forget that he has to battle his own party or a section of his own party. But yet, we've got the best performing economy in 60 years or more. We've got the lowest Hispanic unemployment on record, the lowest black unemployment on record, more women in the workforce. Does that sound like a racist guy to you? Does that sound like an anti-woman guy to you? And the stock market is blown away. And the stock market. You know, this is this is what I, you know, I, maybe it's just because I'm not the brightest bulb in the box. I can't figure it out. Uh, he's, and I, you know, as you were talking, I was... I get these pictures in my mind of different things, and and uh, Trump has literally been accomplishing so much and walking through a minefield while he's doing it. While he's doing it, and he's avoided being blown up mm-hmm. every every which way, you know. And it was like yesterday; the Democrats were counting on Mueller; uh, he's going to wipe Trump out. Well. <laughs> He like I said, he couldn't find the boys' bathroom to do any do any wiping. But uh, you know, it's 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 just amazing. And there's the old saying, and the Democrats are living up to it every day. And and many of the uh, so-called they're not reporters; they're just opinionators. But mm-hmm. many of the folks on television uh, don't confuse me with facts. My mind's made up. Mm-hmm. And my mind's made up that Trump's and I, you know, I, Brett and I were talking about this uh, probably a month, month and a half ago, and there are some things that Trump does that annoy me. You know, some of his tweets do, but for the most part, you know, it doesn't really upset my life one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, some of his gestures or some of his. What he says sometimes bothers me, or the way he says it. But the bottom line is, he's gotten it done, and he's got the facts behind him to prove it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be darned if I know how he's done it without <laughs> walking through the minefield like mm-hmm. he has. So, <laughs> the bottom line is, you know, you you had eight years of somebody saying, well, it's. The Republicans that are holding me up, I can't get anything done because of the Republicans. Poor me, you know. Mm-hmm. And yet, you, Trump must have one hell of an organization that's working their butts off right now while mm-hmm. you and I are talking mm-hmm. and getting stuff done that <laughs> has well, been signed into law. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just happened and... <laughs> Well, that's the traits of a of a CEO. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about before, David, uh, that Donald Trump doesn't know how to kick the can down the road. Um, you know, when you're a CEO, you you don't have the luxury of kicking the can down the road. You don't have the luxury of going to the Federal Reserve and saying, uh, or or hoping the Federal Reserve will adjust some rates so you can uh, quantum quantum easy your way into printing money. Uh, you know, as a CEO in a private business, you can't do that. You can't take a gun and go to your fellow citizen's head and say, we're taking more of your paycheck. 
the government can do that. Um, that is not the world Trump comes from, and, and this is another thing I try to explain. We've got a guy, and this is why he was elected. He People get t- have finally reached the point, I think the American people have finally reached the point where we're tired of the same old politician. Because whether they have a D by their name or an R by the name, they're spending us into oblivion. They're taxing us into oblivion. And with the exceptions of probably the Freedom Caucus, who, who in the Republican Party, that Freedom Caucus, which tries to rein in spending. But we finally have a president who did not come from the Washington ilk. He's not from the swamp. He's not a politician, and he proves it every day. Okay. Can you imagine? Well, we see it in the wall, actually. But can you imagine uh, owning the prime piece of property on uh, down in downtown New York? And well, let's go have a committee meeting about it. Let's have a hearing about it. Let's have this about it. Let's have that about. It. And ten years later, they still hadn't built on they it. They still haven't built on it. Trump says, "I bought that piece of property, put a damn building on mm-hmm. it, and tomorrow there's a building and on tomorrow it." Tomorrow there's you know? a building. That's and, uh, true. That's that's just like but you were saying. The that's the difference, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, the rest of the folks in Congress, I, you know, it's it's got to be, be blistering Pelosi's butt and some of the other Democrats that look at what Trump has done. Yeah, and uh, they they can't they can't handle it yeah. because they, you know, they this before Trump even ex- accepted or or or. Before the inaugural address, you know, when he was inaugurated, they were already spinning what a failure he was. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty astonishing when you look at what the Democrats did. And and David, you know, I seem to remember that in the last it was either the second or the third debate, um, Hillary made a big stink saying that uh, Donald Trump wouldn't accept the results of an election. Well, folks, who yeah. who hasn't accepted the results to this day? To she's, this day. she's still, she's buying stock in Procter and Gamble Kleenex. Yeah, I think and so. And still crying in her beer. Uh, uh, yeah. Wouldn't you like to be Billy Boy living with that? Oh no. Well, I don't re- think he does. There's a reason why Billy Boy doesn't live That's, with that. <laughs> but I, I, you know, it, it's um, like some others were pointing out on Fox last night. You know that they haven't, uh, they haven't accepted it, and I don't know mm. what there is to not accept you know it is the way it is yeah. and, uh, if it if it was as it was wait until 2020 and it's going to be another is what it is you know and, uh, i you're you're right there david because unless unless something changes and we continue the way we're going now um i do believe that not only is trump going to win he's going to win in bigger fashion and i do believe he'll win the popular vote also and which is that's going to really put a stick in the democrats plan uh, but i also think he will bring some republicans with him and i think they'll take the house back you know and again i don't mean to be the the bearer of bad but uh you have to think Ahead to a degree at some point. Obviously, Trump can't go for the third term. And you just look at Mm. what's out there right now. And uh, (laughs) he was such a shocker to the system. Mm -hmm. It was sort of like taking the old Coke that had carbonation in it and shaking it up and watch what happens when I lift my Mm -hmm. thumb from the bottle. And throw a Tums in it. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) so I, I just... I don't want to be a naysayer or whatever, but, you know, I hope that somebody a lot smarter than me, and maybe it's Trump, that's grooming somebody Mm. 
to follow in his footsteps. I can't think of. Uh, I hopefully Bernie will have gotten so old he's is the way <laughs> pushing a wheelchair, and uh, Hillary his will finally say, "I don't think I'm running." And mm-hmm. you know, and Pocahontas is in her teepee, right? And uh, making peace, yeah, peace pipe smokes. Uh, so I, you know, but I, I am concerned about. I had no doubt, quite frankly, after Trump won, that he would win a second term. Mm-hmm. I, I've, you know, he's done well, but it's the scary part. After we got to take a break. I'm, I was, Uh-oh. while I was talking, I was taking a brief nap. You didn't notice that, but <laughs> yeah, I need all the rest I can get at my age. We'll be back right after this. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J C Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening, and we do thank you for listening to America's Web Radio and. Uh, me pulling the shenanigans of uh, David's pick one more time. I don't know how long this show's going to last. Uh, I, the good chance I could be fired for some of the comments I make. And, well, David, uh, then you would have to fire yourself. That's true. Well, <laughs> that that's might be a good idea, you know. But anyway, uh, we've got Mark on. From unless uh, unless Brett gets a little fire happy and Brett throws us all out. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. He, he does and, run uh, the computer streams. We've got, we've got uh, let's see, the uh, where the where the cops take a shower, whether they want to or not. Uh, can you get any worse than that? No, no. I, I it's I. Quite frankly, I get 
very upset when I see that, and and it happened again. Yeah, and uh, happened three times already, and I'm sure it's happened before, but no one else has had it on video other than those three that we saw. Well, I tell you, they, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the cops should have turned around and said, "You're arrested." We're mm-hmm. going yeah, but to here's the issue: you have Comrade De Blasio that doesn't support his police. Yep. Yeah. Well, and he should go to jail cops, with them. Mm-hmm. Here's what's going to happen: when you get cops who are distinctively demoralized by this imbecile who he has about a, a better chance of, AOC has a better chance of being president than he has <laughs> and she can't be and president she, and she's not even running <laughs> Yeah. and when you have that idiot telling the cops stand down don't do anything back off or you're going to be in trouble this is what you get now here's what's going to start to happen and it's, it's happened I believe it was in the 70s when the cops just decided, you know what, we can't do this, we'll just drive around, we're not going to get out of our cars, we're not going to police the area, and it took somebody like Giuliani to come back into the city after the destruction of Dinkins, Dinkins. and straighten the place out. Well, and it's a circle. Unfortunately, this is going to become... Now, what happens if it turns around, and what happens if they don't throw water anymore? What happens if they start throwing bricks? Yeah, well, wait a second. I, this isn't the way it happened on Blue Blood with Tom Selleck. He was, <laughs> wasn't he the police commissioner on that yeah, show? Well, and, it, uh, I want him back in yeah, office. Yeah, we want him back. The, the first thing, you know, it's just not in New York City. That's the problem. This is going to be all over the place. I don't oh, know if you heard true. about the mayor in Chicago, who should keep her mouth shut. <laughs> but Good she luck. said when the Fraternal Order Police Chief of Police came out, okay, he said, oh, this clown again. Are you serious? Yeah. I'd have missed that. Yeah. Oh, you know, this is disrespect for the thin blue line that keeps us from being a bunch of animals. It keeps, I should say, separates the animals from society. Mm. And when this goes awry, when this disappears, that thin blue line, then society is crumbling. Mm. And I've heard this before. Is our society currently is crumbling. It's run by a bunch of left-wing maniacs who really have no sense of justice or reality. Well, you know, Mark, you hit it on the head, and uh, I I have said this over and over again. We just said it a minute ago, that we, you can't have people in office, in my opinion, that haven't walked the streets in the police officer's shoes or know what the hell they're talking about, are the same way with the military. How can you have some bozo voting something to do with the military that's never served? They have no clue. You can't. And, uh, you know, this is the same thing. It's it's like, how can some bozo vote on an economic plan mm-hmm. when they've never worked? Well, you listen to Nancy. Listen, this isn't a problem that began now. Remember the, you got to pass the bill to see what's in it from Nancy Pelosi? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and that didn't wake anyone up. Yeah. We were asleep. No. We were asleep well, at you, the wheel. And, and that's very true. And, and, David, to your point, I mean... You really have to step back and look and, and wonder how some of the people get elected. How do they get elected and what's going on? And, and, and that brings me back to you cannot allow the federal government to control education because this is what you're going to get. Well, it's get not this. education anymore. It's indoctrination. indoctrination. I, sent, I sent a conservative daughter, or relatively conservative, she still had some liberal views, <laughs> to college, to a state college. And she has come back a flaming liberal thinking that everyone should be able to come to this country and everyone should get everything for free, and why should we have to pay for anything? Well, you need to ground her until she get. No, I'm kidding. Right. Well, the problem is this, is that 
that's not going to work in the real world. But they're not considering facts and reality. It doesn't matter. Look at the news networks, the clown news network. Oh, okay? Oh, yeah. MSNBC. Oh, God. The conservatives must have been jumping up and down for joy because they actually had to admit yesterday that the Mueller hearing was a disaster. <laughs> well, <laughs> last night, if you were if you flipped over to CNN or MSNBC or ABC, NBC, NBC, it looked like the night of the election in 2016. That's how depressed they look. Here's, I mean, it, here's it what I'll tell you. And I, I think this was very well thought out from the beginning, okay, by Rod Rosenstein and Comey. And I'll tell you what my theory is now. And we'll see what comes out of the real report when it gets done. Inspector General Horowitz and Barr, okay, they're going to look at this from a different perspective. And I'll tell you what I suspect. I suspect that they took Mueller, who was a bumbling fool, older guy, great service record, phenomenal background, was really a great prosecutor of man of integrity, and stuck him on a pole and said, just stay there. Don't worry about what's going on. Just, we're going to pay you. Just shut up. Take the ride. You're going to get a great paycheck, and don't worry about it. Okay? And, and we'll sign. take care of everything. And put your and name at the, the top of the We'll take care of everything. Weissman. Mm-hmm. We all know that. He didn't write his May 29th speech either, but he wouldn't get into that. That's beyond his purview. Beyond my purview. <laughs> and, and can someone explain to me what I take your question means? Oh, I heard that. That's a, you know, David and I were talking off the air. Uh, how many times did he say, uh, I take that question, I, I'm not going to answer that. And when was a la- Mark, you're a lawyer. Have you ever had a witness look at you and say, I'm not going to answer that, or, or I'm not well, going to take that? Well, here's the question. Here's the question. Rather than, you know, the negotiations before this came in, and I suspect that he also sat down, or his team sat down with the Democrats, because don't think for oh, a second. without a doubt that they didn't do that ahead of time. And I tell you honestly, Mueller did not want to be there. You could see his body positioning, uh, you could see his facial expressions. He did not want to be there. He looked like an old, tired, bumbling guy who had served his country very well for years, had been a Marine, and you notice after this testimony, they kept going back to that, thank you for your services, to bolster him again. Mm -hmm. Listen, you can only prop up a dead guy so many times before he eventually falls over. <laughs> Yesterday, he fell mm-hmm. over. Well, just watch the movie Weekend at Bernie's, and you'll see what Mark's talking yeah. about. Well, <laughs> you know, this was their attempt at resurrecting the Mueller report for live mm-hmm. video for their 2020 campaigns. Oh, yeah. They you wanted, know what they got? No. They got the Republican video. Oh, my goodness. Mark, that's so true, because... I said last night when this was over that if the RNC doesn't have production going on already with commercials, then, then they, sh- they should be fired. Here's, here's, maybe you can explain to me. Here's the most baffling thing that I've ever seen in my life. And I, and I watched these hearings last night because I was in court during the day. <laughs> and this guy, Mueller, he obviously had no concept of what his report was about. At least mm-hmm. sit down and somebody prepare a summary for him. Hmm. Prepare a couple of headlines, something. He doesn't know who Fusion GPS is, mm-hmm. the main character in the whole debacle, the inception point. Oh, yeah. How could you have that possibly occur? And they were giving him uh, page numbers, and he couldn't and find he page couldn't one. Find page numbers. <laughs> he, you know, David. He looks so um, clueless. You know, Mark and David. David brings up a great point. Uh, how many times? And, and this is where I do feel a little sorry for Mueller because clearly he, he's beyond where he was five, ten years ago. 
And but David, he he absolutely was struggling with with finding page numbers, finding where they were. Yeah, but and I think some of that was a little bit of an act to waste some time. To waste time, I, I I agree with that too. And and when he kept uh, getting them to restate the question, that's a time wasting technique. Yeah, that's um, that's so that almost, was clearly it, it was almost too obvious. Yeah. yeah, it really was. But you know, and and the bottom line is that here here's what I think we're missing. I mean, let's let's real quick we'll touch on. What does a prosecutor do? Okay, special counsel is a prosecutor. What does he do? He the charges. Are, first of all, the inception of this was: let's go find a crime. We'll investigate to find a crime. You don't investigate to find a crime. You have a crime and then you investigate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we we did this ass backwards to begin with. Oh, absolutely. But now you get to the point where okay, we're looking at this now. Okay, so what do you do as a prosecutor? You either have the facts, and he ran multiple grand juries. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. You know, all the stuff we didn't see because it's out, outside the purview outside of the report. The purview. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to look. He either charges or doesn't charge. If he doesn't charge, that's it. Mm-hmm. There is no power ever, ever, of a prosecutor to exonerate a mm-hmm. person. You're either guilty or not. There's either a charge or there's not. And I'll tell you real quick what that stems from is there was a case in 1895 by the Supreme Court called Coffin versus United States. And that was an appellate case before the United States Supreme Court, which basically came to the effect that there is a presumption of innocence, okay? It dealt with a, a former bank president colluding to, to get together for bank fraud. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the facts of the case are unimportant, but what the court said is there is the presumption of innocence always in favor of the accused, and that was the bedrock an elementary and axiomatic bedrock of the American justice system. Mm-hmm. We are not, you know, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. okay? We, well, according to the Democrats, we might be. Yeah, but <laughs> well, they want we're us to not be. Saudi Arabia. We're not some of these little third world countries where you've got to prove your innocence. And how do you prove something that never you happened? Can't prove, you can't prove a negative, Mark. No. Have you ever tried to do that in court? Yeah. So Every once in a while you do, and you, the judge looks at you like, uh-huh, sure, get that <laughs> With that being said, we're going to have to take our uh, final break right quick, Mark. So hang in there. We'll be back right after this. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And we're back on America's Web Radio. David's pick. This is, I, I feel so hypocritical doing this show. I, I, you know, one of the reasons when I started the station was that I'd, I made the decision that I wasn't going to do shows myself. Yeah, that, uh, you know, people would think, well, he couldn't get a job anyplace else, so he did it himself. Did it himself. But, you know, I just, uh, I decided I wanted to, and, and, I can say things that some folks can't say that because uh, I don't care. And, uh, you know, what am I going <laughs> to no, do? No, maybe you do care you know, too much. I you might know, care too much. You're well, David, right, t- t- tell me if this is true, David. I've been told that once I reach a certain or once you reach a certain age, you can just pretty much say, that's it, the veil's off. I don't give a rat's, you know, what, what people think of what I say, and I'm going to say it. Well, right quick, and you all didn't hear this, but uh, you get to that age, and you you got to, you know, a lot of other things break, like, you know, quadruple bypass and all that, and uh, then the last, not the last straw, I hope, but one of the straws, your give-a-shitter breaks, and uh, so you just don't really... Yeah, you care. <laughs> no, well, I, no, I, I do you, care. With, and, with uh, that, rolling that into this is, if you if you go back to this, the whole FISA area mm-hmm. of this whole Mueller report, can I ask one question as a practicing attorney for over 32 years? If I ever lied to a judge hmm. oh. and was found out to be lying to the judge... I'm pretty sure that I would get a phone call from the clerk that the judge is ordering you to appear before him today to explain what happened. Or if I refused to pick up his phone call, guess what he'd do? He'd send after me the marshals. Mm-hmm. He would send the cops and say, I want him brought before me. He would issue a bench warrant for me. Mm-hmm. And they would execute on that bench warrant. Can I ask where the Obama-appointed FISA judges are? Huh. Mark Levin said something. He That's said, true. this either has to be fixed... Mm-hmm. Or it has to be abolished. Well, I think we need to know, and, and hopefully uh, Attorney General Barr and uh, Horowitz and, and anyone else involved in the investigation, the, the Attorney General from Connecticut, hopefully we will get to the bottom because we need to know, were these FISA judges complicit or were they just lied to? Uh, but, but yeah, but if they were lied to... to and they, they've now found out about it, why haven't they called Comey yeah, and Rosenstein and the rest of them back before back them to before answer? Them. Oh, wait, you missed the name Hillary? And Hillary. Ah. <laughs> but oh, she didn't man. sign off on the non-verified, verified part. Right, the non-verified, yeah. But she did. You know, this is another thing that needs to be driven home, and David, I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, this was pa- This whole fake trying to tie Trump into Russia collusion, what people need to understand... The collusion from Russia was with the during the Obama administration and with the Hillary campaign, as David mentioned. Hillary paid for this dossier, this dirty dossier. Hillary paid Russian operatives. I mean, these are Russian operatives who were feeding false information. Now, she wasn't smart enough to figure that out, but she willingly paid for it, willingly accepted this information from Steele. And and willingly went through GPS and, and in effect, laundering information as to try not so the trail didn't lead to her. I mean, this is where we need to be focusing the investigation, not trying to throw a duly elected president out of office. The big ticket item that I think when you draw all this together, this was actually an attempt by the deep state. Yeah, I use that term. I know (laughs) it's a bad word. But to take over our federal government 
the government that we legitimately elected and to overthrow that government. That's what this was. And I don't know if anyone realizes how serious this is. We're all fighting back and forth, Democrats, Republicans. We need to look at the fact that there was a group of people in our government who decided to disavow what the American people did mm-hmm. and put in what they wanted and to change an election. Well, you know, this, this, just what you were saying, you take a look at Puerto Rico, you take a look at Venezuela, and you take a look at any other situation, and just exactly what you were saying, Mark, is what you have when... People have done this, and then all of a sudden you have a revolution. Mm-hmm. And, but this uh, is what's going on here, is the Democrats are involved in a revolution. Yep, they certainly and are. And the conservatives are going, uh, are we in a fight? We better wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who has the wake guns? Because the Democrats and the, and the, the far left wing of this loony ling, and interestingly enough, you know what? We haven't heard from the odd squad yeah. in the last day. <laughs> the socialist quartet? Yeah, what happened? Oh, don't worry. I'm sure they will spill up soon because they're going to keep pushing. They're going to keep pushing impeachment, and Pelosi right now is actually thanking the Democrats because Mueller squashed impeachment yesterday. Well, uh, I'll tell you honestly, and my prediction is that they're going to continue to go forward. Oh, I think so. And they're no. going to lose the 2020 election because of their absolute... This is why the Roman Empire fell. <laughs> this is why the, the yeah. Ottoman Empire fell. Because... They didn't care what the people said anymore. Hey, well, Cartez is still trying to look up the word purview. <laughs> well, she should look up the word Amazon and find out that 25,000 jobs ain't coming in New York. Yeah, I think you guys are right. I think David, I think she probably is trying to look up the word purview. Um, let's see, what else did he use yesterday? There's probably a few well, things. Would you repeat that question? <laughs> oh, was that a question? No, she's uh, looking up... I take that question. <laughs> yeah, now that she probably is looking up. And and you want to pivot to Omar? Or we we're beyond that yet. Um, she says, "Where do you kiss your brother?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this you know, is one I, of those things that is going to go under the radar because well, yeah, we are going to be labeled xenophobes, <laughs> homophobes, and uh, what else is racial profiling? Mm. But I, I don't know, after seeing that little clip that came out, that we should be afraid of all white men. Okay, now hold it right there, Mark. David, did you hear about this this morning? No. So um, your favorite congresswoman, Omar. No, I'm, oh my I'm kidding there. <laughs> so, Talib? So, so, yes. So, <laughs> uh, not all the See, views said here are recent. The program may not be the program. <laughs> well, I was going to say, not all the views spoken here are necessarily the view. No. So... David, there's a tape that came out this morning, that an interview that uh, Representative Omar had on Al Jazeera TV, and she's she and I am not making this up, David. Omar looked in the camera and said that the biggest threat right now are white people because the white people are be, are are a bigger threat because they're violent and and we need to watch be careful of the radicalization of white people. Well, you know she's right. Uh we the ones that we done bought the guns. <laughs> we <laughs> we getting bought. ready, <laughs> so you know, just well, just ask Brother Roger. You know, yeah, well, if she's going to accuse white people of being radicalized for for enjoying the Second Amendment, well, she's going to have to throw this brown guy in. She's going to have to throw Jewish Mark in. She's going to, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that we should have undocumented weapons 
or illegal weapons as undocumented weapons in sanctuary homes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I bet they're there. Yeah. yeah. I might have a few undocumented myself, Mark. I'm not going to, you know. You know, I, th- this uh, what scares me, and, and you were talking about it, you and uh, Brett were talking about it a minute ago, is, you know, you can handle somebody like Pocahontas, you can handle somebody like Cortez, you can handle somebody... Tlaib, uh, Omar. Omar, whatever. The scary thing about all of this... You can't handle the people that voted for him. voted for him. You know, if, how, how do you vote for a douchebag, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously a lot of the New Yorkers did and uh, continue yeah, listen, to. We, and have the, we have the brain power of a fly. <laughs> a pencil eraser in the Bronx could get elected. When you said fly, I was thinking of something that is more like air passing quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... That's that is the scary part, David. Is we have now, and this goes back to what Mark was saying about indoctrination. We have so many people coming out of the so-called college system and the and the government school, public school system that are indoctrinated, and they're voting for people like Cortez. and And look, ladies and gentlemen, I. You could probably sit with Cortez and have a great time over a couple of drinks. You could probably sit with any of these representatives. But just because they may be nice and have a good, fun drink and party with does not mean that they need to make decisions on this country. And and the fact that we have people voting for someone – let's take Cortez, for instance. Cortez has absolutely zero knowledge of how an economy should work. And yet she's in there trying to tell people – how an economy should work, and she's trying to tell us that Venezuela has apparently. I, I need to ask Mark. I need to ask you a serious question yes, because sir. you're up there with them all. Uh, <laughs> how long does a pimp stay in business when he gives it away free? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, well. It depends on whether you're a Democrat or Republican. Oh, good point. Yeah. Because a Democrat pimp may be subsidized. <laughs> You know, and not only that, but he won't be in reality, so it doesn't really matter. Exactly. That's <laughs> this is right. true. Well, with that being said, no, we got another minute to go. One minute to go, One and minute. then the show blows. <laughs> and it's I a, just say uh, we better wake up as America to get back on track, because the Democrats are going to take this train down to a wall, and we're mm. going to hit it hard. And they're going to throw grandmother over the over edge over with the, the wheelchair. Yeah, the wheelchair. With the wheelchair with the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. You know what I want to... We do need to wake up because if you're sitting out there thinking that America can't fall, you better think again because it can fall from within, which is what the Democrat Party's trying to do. And they're doing a damn good job of it. It's uh, you hit it crumbling from within. From within. Um, within. And it's you know I I guess one of the reasons I voted for Trump to begin with was he nailed it as far as draining the swamp. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate that he has to try to drain the swamp with the plumbers. And, uh, <laughs> That's a know, good point. They the won't problem let him is, you it. may hate the man, but you got to love what he's doing. You got yep. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, uh, Mark, how's the weather up in New York? Uh, not too bad today. It actually stopped raining for once. <laughs> ah. Hey. All right. Well, Blasio will change that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give Blasio some time. Let's, uh... Thank goodness the cops may dry out under his administration in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well. 
Here we go. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening, uh, Mark. Thanks for joining us. And uh, Everybody have a great week. Thank you. Enjoy the weekend. We're going to try. We're not coming to New York. And support our police, God darn it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and this has been another one of the um, improvised David's pick. But uh, we have our good friend and host of On Point. <laughs> I can't. This is a good Damn, I always, pick. I always think of a dog, you know, when you're <laughs> on point, you know. I, and uh, the picture of that dog and that tail just. Uh, I've been called worse. I didn't say. I said I just, you know. Well, there are a lot nicer people than me, but <laughs> got to admit. Uh, no, anyway. We do thank you for listening and tuning in to America's Web Radio, and we do have to have a little fun here every now and then. Can't be serious all the time. time. And uh, you think of the (laughs) mob squad or whatever Uh, they are. You know, I think maybe one of them has her hair curled too tight and might be interrupting the the blood flow. You You know know? what? That, that, That might be a good assumption there. Yeah, I don't know. Might cut them off and see if she makes sense. But anyway, with that being said, we got to get out of here. We got to put the plug in the jug and move on down the street. See you next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.